That's a vibe, shika a vibe, yeah, that's a vibe, oh it's a vibe, yeah, yeah, that's a vibe, oh shika a vibe, yeah, catch a vibe, oh it's a vibe, yeah, yeah, welcome to the Vibe Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Vibe Podcast. I am your girl, Shiro, once again, joined by one boy alongside some guys who are here to let us know what they wish they were told by their parents before entering the dating scene, love life, adulthood, you know, just all the things that we wish we had some guidance on before we entered this arena. So you guys, one boy and I, we discussed this, the guys add on, it's going to be a good episode. So tap in. Hey, people. I hope you are all keeping safe and say sanitizing, keep social distancing, uh, wear your mask. A pandemic, man, it's nothing to joke about. So, uh, right away, Dakani, like, <laughs> they shed some light on uh, one thing I really thought uh, maybe uh, I deserve to be told by my parents. And I think Siko Pekyang was, I think, uh, a typical Kenyan parent. Easy topic again, sana. Hey, isn't it zenye manome? But Julia Mbele, and Oji Pangio Kombele is of it to discover Kombelo Kiendanga. Ah, hey. I think Wazazi, like, they don't have the balls to talk about balls. My name is Nelly. And yeah, I have a couple of points for a discussion about dating. Now we're talking about you know, purpose of date you know, all these basic things about even dating, about handling relationships. These are things that this guy who I look up to, uh, these are things that I expect him to, you know, give me insight about. But you know, these are the conversations that I figured I figured out by myself. These are things that you know you just learned on the way, and you know I wish it, it could have been way better. Like I think I could have handled things way better if it's something that we had talked about. Yeah. Whatever things you see in movies, that's not how our parents operate. Mm. Actually, it's far from that. And you, you just like sometimes you just sit in your family and you're like, is this even my parents? <laughs> because sometimes they really. You know, they just like give birth to you and you see some people you live with, but you don't really connect the way you're supposed to connect. Wow. That's deep. It is. It is. And it's the truth, sadly, actually. It is the truth. Because sometimes you just live with your parents, you know they're your parents, they help you financially, they um, do everything. And then they just provide for you. But as far as. Connecting and getting to know you as a person is concerned. They're just like, ah, So one of those things that I really feel um, would have played a big part in my in my life uh, ever since I was a kid to now, if my parents had taken control of the situation, is probably um, giving me words of affirmation positive things you know the more you listen to positive things the the more positive you become and your whole outlook on life just changes and the whole perspective is just different but i feel like it came to a point in my life where i knew of affirmations when i'm already grown up so i 
feel like if if those things were instilled in me when I was a kid, bro, the confidence that I would be having on these streets, man. Hey. Hey, I'm going anywhere. Vitu kama hizo they tend to forget or they just look over or they're just like okay you go to like give your teacher that responsibility but it also plays a part when they also do that for you so for me that would be that would be probably number one as a young child instill some positive things in me tell me i can do this tell me i am the greatest tell me i am fearless tell me i am whatever um yeah so now it would have been <laughs> too far that would have been amazing I, I, I agree 110% with that. Mm-hmm. And I think it will be just perfect to go into healing for me. That That's that's one thing that I wanted to mention. I want to, if, if it was one thing that I wish my parents had kind of told me was how to heal and how to just work mm-hmm. things through. Like in, as you just mentioned, <laughs> they, haven't, they, they did not heal from their own issues your manner we you mm-hmm. had such parents and that lack of connection and, mm-hmm. and because of that instillment that you just as a man you, you go to work you support you, you do what you need to do for the household in that realm mm-hmm. and then as a woman mm-hmm. you you know you submit to your husband and you make sure he's good and you do all this stuff and that's that's how it was there was no connection there was that connection Whatsoever. was lost it was missing mm. so mm. the duties were taken care of absolutely but when it comes to connecting emotionally there was there was that that was lacking so yeah as we grow up we, we go through all of this stuff by ourselves we're trying to understand our own emotions because nobody has taught us how to deal with them mm-hmm. and then when you get mm-hmm. to a certain age you're like how do i heal from all of this stuff how do i learn all of these things and and it, it's a it's a real journey and some people never complete the journey and then they end up broken forever so i feel mm-hmm. like if we had the opportunity to learn how to if, if our parents even healed from them mm-hmm. so that they can teach us how to heal it will really create the proper cycle instead of this cycle of brokenness yeah so that's i that's agree i agree and i think the um i also think parents don't even know the right age at which you should enter be talking to your kids about sex things about pain about emotions about whatever because i can tell you this fact when you're a child giving myself as an example when I was a child I got a boyfriend when I was in class but my mother beat me up mm. she beat the shit out of me man Damn. she beat me up mm. literally and she told me that she didn't want to see me with like male friends like she told me a lot of things I was just in class but I didn't even know anything mm. but now I'm a grown up and I'm dating and at some point I feel like it's, it's wrong like I'm not supposed to be doing it Wow. I was already worried when I was a child and I think I've grown enough so somebody should probably give me like the proper talk now and tell me hey don't do this it's okay to have this and it's okay to go all the way to here but don't go past here you know what I mean mm-hmm. instead of just leaving me alone with my my mental whatever from class 4 I'm just like okay sis uh, how did you and my father meet Now, since you don't want to talk to boys, you get what I mean? Exactly, exactly. They need to know what age to talk to people about their emotions. You know, there are a lot of things that we learn from the stories 
uh, our parents gave us about their experiences and you know if my father my father i don't know i really don't know anything about my uh, father's past i really don't know anything about how he tackled uh you know uh youth the youthful age you know i mean i'm mean, i'm 24 and you know i mean this i've been in this gap for you know 18 period 18 24 an adult and i really don't know anything about my father's experience at this particular age and i feel like even like how many pay you know just general stories even it doesn't have to be tips you know just general stories about his life about his campus life about how he handled you know things like girls how he eventually met my mother you know such topics i think such topics help you to see that this man that i you know look up to is actually just a kawaida man you know he's going through experiences that i'm currently going through you know this is how he tackled this issue and you know this is how he handled his businesses how he handled his money you know it you know it demystifies the whole uh, my father is a superpower and you know i have to live up to those expectations yeah so you know it all boils down to communication i don't have any i don't have like forward communication with my father if it's not about school if it's not about uh, employment if it's not about searching for jobs if it's all about news then there's nothing really we're talking about you know so yeah i feel like he's just the guy who pays my school fees and is the guy who i'm currently <laughs> staying with but rather from that all these other beats all these other tips of growing up as a man these are things that i've learned from other men you know things that i've learned for myself you know and, it, and, and you know it's it really you know, it, it will have been advantageous if i if had gotten all this from you know my father hi my name is nene and i should have my parents told me to be who god created me to be and not what life created me to be uh i know i've, I've lived a, a, a greater part of my life not like i'm old but um trying to be someone i'm really not especially in terms of the circle of friends i keep the people i associate with the things i do and that has costed me a lot of pain and sorrow and um as in you're not happy about life when you're not who you really are and so it's something that i have grown to become i'm feeling more confident now but i feel like it's it's something i would tell the younger generation or even my kids one day um to be their best selves who god created them to be because that's what matters hi i'm here i came to find out that men keep quiet about so many things especially um what they are going through in this sense that um women they are more they talk more like you you'd find your your mom is always talking about oh your dad has done this your dad has done that and then your dad was the whole the whole time he was silent so um growing up you you'd never find the other side of the coin and that's because men don't talk about such things they won't show you if even if they're going through something they won't tell you but your mom will tell you if she's broke she'll tell you i'm broke 
and um um your dad on the other hand if he's broke he'll just keep quiet so that is something i grow when i grew up i came to realize that it's something important maybe i should have been told like there are a few things maybe a few features unafaa kujua about balls as a man like some some to nitty gritty is to like see what wengi wanajua like balls can go up the abdomen for example especially like watu wenye ucheza sports and nini nini unaweza kuwa unacheza ugongo kidogo one ball could go up the abdomen so like unajua vitu jaambiwa so unaenda kucheza tu hey unacheza unacheza kidogo unagongwa oi imeenda wapi hello are you still there kamepotea bana kumbe kamepanda juu but eventually you shuka other things ni i think i think pure history of balls upon the toxic masculinity lianzia juu balls hey balls unajua balls azishikani hata ziko the same level one has to be juu kidogo the other one lower kiasi eh yeye inamaanisha wanaume hatuwezi kama balls zako wewe mwenyewe azikaribiani wanaume kambali toxic masculinity nani yeah i think personally as a parent nitakuwa naambia mtoto wangu hapo chini hizo family jewels ziko hivi na hivi there are these things you should know there are these things at least bana mtu ajue kuhusu balls i think that's an issue now especially with sex this is this is a topic i expected like my father to have with me like during your period ya kuingia kampo kusababu you know right out of high school you hear all these things about campus you hear about the freedom you hear about the girls you know and it sounds like chaos kabisa so it's it's something that i expected um you know like my father to sit me down and tell me so even to connect anger or you know basically give me insight about it and how to handle you know the whole topic but i don't know i don't know if it's something with you know with sex being a taboo topic i don't know it's something that he has never till date it's not like it's not a topic that we've ever uh, revisited in general and when i talk about sex i'm talking like about the whole thing you know the whole uh you know meeting up with a chick even about abstinence even about condoms you know nothing another point is on <clears throat> fatherhood and when i talk about fatherhood i'm talking about you know first of all being a father and you know the what goes about it the principles about it what you're supposed to uphold what you're supposed to prioritize you know how just to go about the whole thing and i'm not talking about this because that he, i am not a father baby but i'm at that age where you know my friends are getting kids my friends are getting married you know people have people have grown with mifikayo level they're getting married they you know they're getting children and you know i'm wondering like like I, like I don't, I don't know how to i don't know how to i don't know how to digest that like i don't know if it's like i'm still in the face i'm wondering like are we, are we growing up this quick i'm a i'm a like like this, it's it, it reaches a point where now you have to progress with your life you know like the next stage is this and this and for me that's not something that so and with my parents everything is just fine we've lost relatives we've lost other people we've just cried the funerals and we go home you know go back to normal and it's not normal because 
people who are close to you. So having parents who talk to you and want to get to the sections where not everyone can reach, getting to know how you felt about the loss of somebody else, how you felt about losing somebody who's close to you, that I think parents should also encourage. Because kids just go through a lot of things anyway. They go through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Tap into that culture of after you've lost someone, tap into the culture of reaching out to your kids or the ones who are closely um, um, attracted or closely related to the person you've lost and get to know how they're feeling mentally and psychologically. Also physically as well. But I'll have a confident conversation uh, with him about because by that I'll be showing vision weakness and you know i wasn't brought up that way as you get to my last point i i i grew up here in america for like the last 18 years and me and my mom have been separated for the last 18 years so um growing up like i have my stepmom who was who was really not you know like she was just a submissive woman she was not really too vocal about a lot and then mm-hmm. my mom, my biological mom is like really vocal, really wild, really outspoken. But it's that, that, that separation, like it mm-hmm. left me with having to kind of develop my own way. Like it made me have to like learn how to be a woman all by myself because my stepmom, she was not, she was not even trying to discuss those type of things. Like she was not even trying to, like when my period came on for the first time, she was like she didn't even care like i went to tell her and then she's like okay but luckily like i had some stuff from school where they provided us like you know like sex ed kit where it was like your a pad and condoms and like pamphlets of stds and yeah like all of that stuff so luckily school provided things for me so i can know like how to move forward but mm-hmm. if it was not for that like i would never have known what to do and, and you know how to move on properly and leads us to having to learn things from tv and the internet and all these things and it's just so it's it's just a really bad way of learning how to be a woman a teenager anything it's really not the way to learn from social media and tv it's way better Mm. to learn from like someone who's around you and and someone you even respect and look up to so yeah. a parent would be the perfect person for that. And even the whole time I've been really like an adult, I've really kind of copied a lot of my dad's way. Because when I was looking at my mom being submissive and all that stuff, I was my stepmom anyways, I was just like, I, this is not for me, Fabisa. Like, I guess so much. Actually, you're going to iron the clothes, you're going to make sure the food is ready, you're going Bro. to wash the house. Ah, it's your day off and your husband is going to work so you wake up early as well bro Jesus Christ he's not even ready and you're ready and it's your day off cleaning the whole house what are you doing bro (laughs) Jesus Christ hell no hell to the hell no like there's no way there's no way like it's just so much it's so many things that i saw in the submissive um under the submissive umbrella that i was Mm. like 
when I get into a relationship or when I get a husband or whenever I, you know, up with guys that don't have female friends like that, like, it was just mm. that. So I could see how the lacking of that feminine, you know, strong woman in your life can go, mm-hmm. like, can really make a woman have to go through a lot of things by herself and discovering her own femininity becomes an issue. Yeah. Ah, bruh. So I'd like to like probably comment on one, two, three things that you've mentioned. One, um, uh, also, okay, I've grown up with my parents, like biological parents, but my mom was never like the vocal one to talk about like sexuality and femininity and all those things. Like she just like send you to school. What is the work of your teachers? Just go to school. Those guys will talk to you and let you know all those things. So, me and you probably are not so different. So, I also got to know about such things when I was in school. How to probably change your pad, how regularly to do that. Mm-hmm. How to engage with guys. How to, I don't know, like just basic teenage life, life, life skill things. These ones I learned from school and myself. With regards to submission, um, I probably came off as somebody who would not be submissive. But, okay, that all boils down to what is submissiveness to you. In the 21st century, being submissive does not necessarily mean that you wake up early in the morning to cook for your husband. Uh-huh. It does not mean that you clean the whole house. You're in a promotion t-shirt the whole day and type. It's cleaning the whole damn house. That is not even submission, bro. That's just like you being the housemate of the house. Yeah. You yeah. don't want that. That is not submission. But so this is what I understand submission as in the 21st century, knowing that you're the lady and everything that pertains house management is all you. Yeah. The house should be clean, whether it is you who's cleaning it or not. Supervise the one who's cleaning. There should be food in the house, whether it's you cooking or not. Supervise the one who is doing all those things. Like you don't have to necessarily be the one doing all those things, but just ensure that you're taking care of yourself and you're taking care of your house. Everybody, when they stand there, the man, the children, and you, you look presentable because you have managerial skills. You've managed the whole house well. It looks good and everything else. Go for vacations with your husband. Like, be the wife. Mm-hmm. Talk to the kids, drive the kids to school, pick them up, do like this um, 21st century thing. When you feel like cooking, do it once in a while, but please, don't ruin your manicure. Um, <laughs> you know, dress up, look cute. Even if you're just staying in the house, dress up, look cute. The, but the, you know what I mean? The guys are looking for their moms and stuff like that so there's still guys that are like oh, we don't have women like my mom anymore nah, nah, nah. these women don't are marry your play queen I'm saying this like from from the deepest part of my heart <laughs> go and marry your mother <sighs> we're going to talk about 21st, 21st century <sighs> let's let's have a whole separate conversation for that because I absolutely I need it I need it I need it but yeah, I, so I ensure that you're the manager of the house. Yeah. That is what submission means in the 21st century. Mm. That's all. I love your definition. Your husband is eating in the morning. If he, if he likes four sausages in the morning, he's getting that. 
your husband is eating in the evening as soon as he comes from work he's getting that even if it's not you who's doing it he's getting it his your husband looks clean his shirt is ironed even if it's not you who's doing it he's getting it mm-hmm. so it's exactly what it means so history ngine ya kuinama chini ya kitanda ati uko uko chini unaosha sijui nini unafua ngoa asubuhi 6 am i'm like bro unaishi wapi Tough. Tough. Bye. Yeah. Well, that's what we have grown up on. That's legit what we have grown up on. Believing yeah. that that's the submiss that's actually what you're supposed to do that for your husband to make him happy. Cuz you also have a career. Yeah. And this man is gonna is gonna like respect you when you have your own money. That's a they fact. That's a fact. Your man is gonna respect you when you have your own money. What about so the guys that get insulted? No, it doesn't okay, it doesn't necessarily okay. Uh for you to be submissive and getting your own money. You know, those things go hand in hand. You can get your own money and continue to do. And that's why I brought up the aspect of if you're not the one doing it, get somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. So you're still being submissive and you're still getting your own money. You're spoiling your man with gifts. You guys are going for vacations, you're doing this this this. Excuse me. What else do you want? Now, I told uh, one guy I was dating at you that I was going to just uh hire a, 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 a house girl or something to assist me with everything and and um he was like yeah as long as you're paying for it i don't mind i don't mind and that's why i said yeah that's why i hustle that's why i do what i do because exactly. i know at the end of the day i don't want to be bending over and washing dishes every day i don't want to do all of that mm-hmm. because you know Yes, yes, yes. So, we may have been brought up in such a setting. Like now me I'm, I'm like the last one from the chick. Mm-hmm. I almost do everything. I cook, I clean, I do that. And every time I do it, I do it with a little bitterness because I'm just like the day I leave this house. Ooh. The day I leave this house, I won't even know how water feels in my hands. <laughs> I won't even know the fabric types that you know you get when cleaning clothes. Yeah. I will never Yes. So yeah, so we grind this. We are we are evolved women, okay? And Absolutely. we want the world to evolve with us and our Kenyan men to follow through. But as you can yeah. hear um, from the men that we have on the show, sounds like mm-hmm. they're all evolving. So I'm I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. And we cannot leave this conversation without dropping the honorable mention of comparison, okay? I know we yes. all have experienced this one way or another with Kenyan or African parents you're going to have the spirit of comparison in your house like someone is going mm-hmm. to mention hey run and then something is going to happen where you're going to be compared to someone else and or someone yeah. is going to mention like another person is doing this and is doing that and why are you not yeah. doing this and why are you not capable of doing the same I, yeah it brings a lot of insecurities up into your later days because you're wondering mm-hmm. like why am i not like this person for real like why am i not able to do what they're doing and meanwhile mm-hmm. we are all created differently and we're all yeah. have different purposes and different reasons to be on this earth so like you have really no reason to try to compare yourself with anyone but once again this is healing and unlearning oh, i feel like comparison is just the thief thief of joy mm. so comparison is the thief of joy Yeah, I agree. And I feel like our parents have not been taught that thing. Because if they have, since they're failing, <laughs> they are. 
major. Because you you have to understand that people are different, first and foremost. I get the point that you compare them so that you can push them to become something greater. But you also need to understand that kids are just different in their own ways. You may have an outgoing child and you may have another one who's just indoors. The one who's indoors, like the wildest thoughts, the okay. wildest. He's like the tech guy now, that's why he stays in the house. Because he's just like, all my thoughts and everything else. And this outgoing one is always in events and is doing this. And I'm not saying that that is wrong, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm just saying, you are events, are here, there, everywhere. But then there's this other person who's just chilled and collected. Guys are just different. So as a parent, you just expected to learn how your child behaves and understand your child the way they are. Because as soon as they grow up and they now like focus on whatever they want to do, you're gonna see the change. Try you might not really. Because I come to go, you might not change. You just be wondering, but you don't really understand what's going on. So this comparison, man, thief of joy. Thief of joy. I love it. I love it. That's exactly the best way to sum it up. <laughs> yeah. Joy stealer. Muibi. Please. Muibi of joy. It sounds like we are going to be. See, I'm coming for all of the parents out here, but it sounds like we're going to be better parents and we're going to raise a better generation. If we, if uh-huh. we all become. Good that you just said that. Because mm. I have a question to ask. Yeah. So, this guy, I, I was like, so he gave me an example. He was like, oh, my dad didn't tell me at how he went to campus and how he survived campus, how he's dreaming me. I was like, okay, yeah. fine. You do that and you've identified that problem. But you, you've gone to campus and there's a brother of yours who just joined campus, Juicy. Have you told your brother about yeah. the campus? Have you? Because if you've not, you're just so fast. To mention the problems that your parents have put you through, but you also don't understand that you're also being that other parent. When you're great, you're not really bringing it forward. Wow. That's, Do you understand? Like, it's okay. good that it's good that we are acknowledging that our parents have failed and something they should have told us they didn't. But fine, what are we doing about it to ensure that we also don't end up the same? Because I'm sure our parents also have the same thoughts. Their parents didn't do this and this and this for them. And then they just complained but didn't do anything. So as you also continue to narrow down the things that your parents didn't do for you, ensure that you're also breaking that cycle and teaching someone who younger than you. Absolutely. And that's a common, yeah. common thing. I have um, yeah, a friend who was like, I will never be like my dad. I will never be like my dad. And I love the next thing you know. He's just mm. like his dad, you know? Because it's <laughs> like something you don't you don't see yourself morphing into. You don't realize it's happening. I know, right? But it's happening if you don't stop that shit from happening, honestly. Like, yes. seriously. Because it's going to happen. Yeah, I've seen myself too almost become things I didn't want to be. Because you have been around it all your life growing up. You have been yeah. around it. Yeah, identify this, it as a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, the first problem is, the first, you know, action is you've actually identified it as a problem but you know what you're still living where that problem is reoccurring mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get what i mean and that you don't even have a choice but what are you doing to ensure that you don't become like that 
I have a friend who told me that oh his dad has anger issues sijuni nini kio baba yake kazi yake ni kushinda kipiga kelele and to do what 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 and then i observed him i was like where were you are the complete replica of your father yeah kiguzo tu hivi kidogo you just explain like your dad you have no patience whatsoever mm. yeah so let's stop let's stop seeing the speck in our parents eyes and see the log in our own eyes just ensure that you remove your log first before you see the speck exactly exactly okay one boy with the proverbs proverbs <laughs> <laughs> and the things that i'm going to drop here you have no idea you're not gems. ready gems and more gems yes. <laughs> you're not ready <laughs> proverbs number gems as we come to an ending of this episode and we are going to talk more about this stuff this is just the beginning of this conversation uh we're going mm-hmm. to wrap up by telling you guys where to find Wamboy so you can find me at Wamboy with a double o you can find me at Wamboy with a double o on Instagram at Wamboy Carol on Facebook at and Wamboy Carol on Twitter You can also find us on another podcast it's called Truth Cafe Podcast across all platforms so it's at Truth Cafe Cafe is T A F W E podcast if you don't want to miss that podcast and definitely go follow on boy on all her socials and you can find yeah. Shika Vibe at chica_vibe that is going to be the forum page and we also have a store for you guys and it's called vibe store and you can find that on instagram at vibe store_ke thank you so much guys for joining us once again and joining us on this journey and i hope that you are joining the vibe tribe and you can become one big happy tribe full of consciousness and and, and enlightenment and evolution we are trying to evolve yeah. So, see yeah. you guys once again and this has been She the Vibe the Vibe podcast.